This is St. Cola, and you're watching Best of Five. Ladies. We'll fix that in post. Gentlemen. No, we won't. And we will not, I, and here's why. I will fix it in post. Well, we will because not. Because that's my job. Here's, here's why. This is St. Cola, and you're watching Best of Five. There we go. Thanks, St. Cola. <laughs> I'm so, it's so crazy to me. We got a very famous person like, you know, Panda Global St. Cola to take time out of his very busy day to come through with us. I appreciate that. I, I thought. I thought he is actually very busy, genuinely. I thought I was the famous one. Who told you that, it's Elon? It's okay, Elon. Was it we, Steve? We still love you. Steve lied to me like that we... too, dude. <laughs> Welcome I... to another episode of Best of Five. <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know. We're going to the start of the show, baby. Welcome, everybody, uh, to... This is the 28th of September. Uh, sorry, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, <laughs> we'll get them next time. Uh, tonight on the show, we're going to talk about what went down this weekend. We're going to talk about what went down this week. And we're going to talk about the interview that went down this weekend. We're going to talk about the new rules that got jotted down this weekend. And I'm going to talk about some new stuff that got dropped down this weekend. Tonight on the show, joining me as always, the main squeeze, Steve, Ace King, Offsuit Jurek. Steve, how's it going? Uh, I'm invoking my Fifth Amendment right to not answer that question. So... Okay, and since I'm bringing them down, okay. I was gonna I was gonna push the envelope of that joke way too far, so I'm gonna stop right there. It's okay. I, it's okay. Let's. We got someone else on this show to talk. Fifth to. Amendment hype. Everybody in the chat type in Fifth Amendment, and we have the multi-talented, hardworking, amazing, uh, now all-star, the purple Sharpie. Sharpie. I'm too big for this show. I know. I don't know why you're still here. This, it's amazing we've been able to hold on to you this long. I have no other prospects. <laughs> Welcome to the Palace of Positivity. Mm. Uh, you're like, no, I delivered that with a complete dead... I don't know how you did. That's amazing. <laughs> I was trying really hard not to laugh the entire time, dude. But yeah, always happy to be here. Awesome. So before we get to all the fun topics... We also need to have some more fun by going back into what happened this past weekend. So, Steve, will you please hit us with the weekend recap? I believe I can do that. We had a, a very, very busy weekend. Lots mm -hmm. of action going down. Uh, let's start with, with the way we usually start. Uh, Capcom Pro Tour, back in action. Uh Thea Phils representing the UK. A little bit of surprise. He ended up taking the first UK qualifier, holding off Problem X in the grand final. Wow. So Problem X not headed quite uh, headed back to Capcom Cup yet, but he will uh, get another shot in December. Hurricane and Shivs rounding out the top four. You also see Infectious making top eight uh, the evil champion that's never gonna die is it nope 
it's, it's immortalized that moment. Uh, so more new blood in Capcom Cup this year, which is good to see. Uh, let's take it over to some Dragon Ball Fighters action. This was the second weekend of uh, online Tenkaichi Master events uh, for the DBFZ World Championship. Uh, this was they had two European events. Uh, first one included uh, was Europe Four. Uh, very descriptive name, but this included uh, Germany and Sweden as the two most prominent nations in there. Um, Germany well represented six of the top eight finishers, including an all-German grand final. Punda getting the win over Zark in the grand final. Uh, Pumping Priest finished tied for fifth here, but might be a front-runner for name of the week. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Um, the <laughs> other European... Uh, event was Europe 2. This was UK, Ireland, and the Netherlands involved in that. Uh, it's a UK podium plug taking it over Full Metal Fury in the grand final to get the win. Taser 13 finishing third. Uh, so congratulations to all of those DBFC players. Let's stick with uh, Bamco, shall we? Uh, we had more uh, online ch uh, master events in the Tekken Online Challenge, uh, starting with Southeast Asia. Book, a familiar name at the top, always in the thick of it when it comes to the Southeast Asia Tekken World Tour events. Held off Shinakuma, got the win, a freaky rounding out an all-tie podium. But you see... Some other familiar names in there. Uh, Jewy Storm in the mix. Meat in the mix. And another front runner mm -hmm. for name of the week. Tying for 13th is I Don't Like Lars. I, li I like that one. I know he doesn't. I, I it would be even better if they were playing Lars. That'd be the biggest that would, uh, mix up. That would be perfection. Mm hmm. Uh, Let's kick it over to South Asia, shall we? Uh, this was the region that included Pakistan, and you've got some incredible players in this mix. Uh, Khan getting the win over Bilal in the grand final. FGL129925 rounding out the top three. But you've got some other uh, really good players just outside there. Uh, uh, why is Honey? Finishing mm -hmm. tied for seventh. Arslan Ash outside of top eight. Wow. Um, and obviously a bunch of Pakistani players in there. Uh, everyone I mentioned being Pakistani. But India, you know, you've got some strong players from there too. Wingard had himself a nice weekend making top six. Uh, Love Neat, who's done damage mm -hmm. at uh, offline Tekken World Tour events. Uh making top nine or top 12 here so india don't be surprised if you see uh some more players once we get back offline mm -hmm. uh making some deeper runs uh speaking of deep runs vortex gallery has made a deep run all the way through september the final full weekend of action 
taking place here, and you see there was a heck of a lot going on. A lot of Melty, a lot of Blaze Blue, uh, Star Rich getting the win in Fexel, Hellscream and Tata Black uh, picking up uh, plus R victories in Brazil and South America, which is basically South America minus Brazil uh, in that region. Uh, if we kick it over to the other page there, I want to give a special shout out to Vicky Viper, who won Street Fighter the movie. Oh, baby. This is the tournament. I, I unfortunately uh, had a little bit of a uh, friend emergency this weekend, so I didn't get to watch much of anything. But uh, that's the tournament I am definitely going to be checking out tomorrow. Same. Uh, I, I can't believe I missed it. I'm so sad. Yeah. There's one other event uh, that took place. Well, a couple other events, but one other event I want to talk about. Um, it was in Guilty Gear Strive. Hmm. Our friends at Ultra Chen TV hosted uh, what they call a commentator cup. Uh, they invited commentators from all over to try their hand at Guilty Gear Strive and see how it shakes out. Uh, there's someone I expected to see in first place. They're not in first place. Ryan Hunter is in first place. Uh, if they weren't in first place, there's someone I expected to see in second place. They're not in second place. Okay. Sajam okay. is in second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not seeing that name in third or fourth or fifth or seventh or ninth. But look all the way down there. At the pull up the graphic. We 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 need to we need to make sure. Wow, Steve finally gets his revenge for all the tied for thirteenth. Alongside Saki Sakura, Raf, and Jade Lynn. Uh, Sharpie, who is that name? That first one in the 0 and 2 category. It's interesting that you bring that up, Steve. You know, I've seen this name many a time in my life, but I've never have necessarily seen it in the 0 and 2 side of things, you know? Well, I'm seeing it right now. Okay. Okay. So, so. Explain yourself. What happened here? Well, you you were talking all that good stuff about proxy, how you wanted that match, and you got that match first round. And please, please fill us in. I I am I am I'm interested in this. Is this okay, bullying? Everybody. Is this considered bullying? <laughs> Why are you asking it after we already agreed to do this bit, Elon? All right, here you go. I feel like this is pre-interview conversation. You know? Hey, hey, are we going to put Sharpie on blast for this? That seems like kind of rude, you know? That feels like foresight that would have been fantastic literally at this point now 20 minutes ago. You know? What do I have to say about my match versus proxy? What do I have to say about the reason why I DQ'd myself? What do I have to say about that? Well, I think everyone at home knows. Me, the person here, 
who understands grapplers' minds better than anyone else in the world. Understands how those three brain cells fight for competition, you know? It's a constant battle for grapplers to do very simple, basic things. And I didn't want to put my good fighting game community brethren to the test. I didn't feel like engaging and them using the last remnants of their brain power to have to focus on a match with me. I'd much rather support them as they try their best to do their best with what they have, you know? And so when it came down to the wire, and Tubbo messaged me and said, Sharpie, are you playing tonight? I looked at him in the virtual eye, and I said, no, because I forgot to install the chipset drivers for my computer, and now it can't read any of my drives, and so I'm going to have to DQ myself, Tubbo. I'm so sorry about this. I really wanted to play. A likely this, story. Well, is this, uh, is this Looney Tunes? Because it sounds like it's duck season. <laughs> Boom, got him. <laughs> give myself a round so of applause stupid. for that one. Yeah, I deserve that one. Yeah, I deserve that. that was, no, that's what. That's what that I wasn't that funny. <laughs> Steve is I, losing it. I deserve that. <laughs> I think it was. You know what it. You know what it was. You know what it was, Elon. It was like the setup with that specific joke was just so good. Steve's actually dying right now. <laughs> I Look, I have a degree in comedy. I'm not even kidding Steve about is, that. Steve is legit dead. Man, what, <sighs> what a waste of money, huh? Yep. <laughs> I mean, it paid off today, so I guess God we're getting there. God damn it! Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> All right, oh. so. Yeah, I deserve, I deserve that one. Though. Sorry to hear about your computer troubles. It's my own fault. I literally forgot to install the chipset driver, so when I replaced my M.2 drive, it wasn't able mm. to read anything. I couldn't reinstall Steam. I couldn't do anything with my machine, and it took me about three hours, literally, to figure it out. I was really frustrated. But, you know, uh, good on everybody who played. Like, it was a lot of fun. I saw a lot of people in there do really well. Like, shout-outs to Jaden gaming like she's been grinding this entire quarantine and i even saw her like put up some promotional material like she did a little fisty like cuffs against the person she was playing and she got the other dude to do it too like it was just really nice to see so many people that have been you know working really hard this past quarantine to like get rewarded and strive and ultimately you know watch say jam not win that hurt that hurt you know <laughs> It happens. All right. So, Steve, I, you good? I I think so. I've okay. got my composure back. All right. So, um, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, uh, there are a few events coming up this weekend to watch. Uh, you've got The Pit, which is the finale of the ECT community series. So, you're going to have Strive. You're going to have Street Fighter. You're going to have Mortal Kombat. Um that's something to watch. Uh, you've got the final, final week of uh, Vortex Gallery, which includes the North American Strive Tournament. And uh, 
on Friday night some uh, exhibitions in Melty Blood Type Lumina, which are going to benefit Trans Lifeline. So I will be putting the info out on that uh, pretty soon. And we found out today that there's going to be something to watch on uh, Tuesday before oh. our show. Oh, mm-hmm. what is that, Steve? I don't know. Do you have the Do you have the clip a lot? Uh, I do believe we do. So let's take a gander. Ask him. Ask him. Ask Xander. CBS TV. Attention, all secret operatives. Panda is unleashing its newest top secret project, and you're invited. It's the Panda All-Star Nickvitational, an all-new character auction tournament for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Featuring your favorite Twitch and YouTube stars. Hosted by Coney and Alpharad. Watch it all starting Tuesday, October 5th at 3 p.m. Eastern. Only on Panda. That's weird. I saw someone in there that looked very familiar, almost like they went 0 and 2 in a previous tournament. Mhm. Yep. And here's the here's the graphic of all the participants. Oh, it's Moist Critical. That's mm. who it was. Okay, mm-hmm. my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recognized it. So I love I like how you're looking up so endearingly at Jane Animations. Just like ah oh. So, like she is somehow. Why do they keep using that graphic aspiration? for me, dude? <laughs> hey, why do you, they keep using it's, that it's, graphic for me? It's like a dating profile. When you've got one good pick, you use it. You use That's the, the worst heck out of it. I ever took. Yeah, but yeah. I'm actually really excited. Like it's a really big opportunity for me. Um, there are a lot of people there, um, and I'm the only black woman, and also the only person of like the anime fgc inside of this tournament so i feel a lot of pressure right now <laughs> i'm so conflicted um, i can't fucking believe you elon and i'm sorry future steve but it had to be said elon i was rooting for you the entire time during marble bets and you're over here betting against me dude look sometimes when you have a breadth of content creators and such diverse communities put into one tournament, sometimes there's some crossover. And unfortunately, I'm an Elspeth fan, so I'm go- I'm gonna have to root for my girl Elspeth on this one. I do apologize. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. I'm pulling for you, Sharpie. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. You're a real one. And that's why we're both engaged. (laughs) Uh, I did did remember that they mentioned something about an auction element. Could you explain that? Do you know about that? 
Yeah, that so was... what I could tell you, just off the top of my head, because I know this tournament very well, is that it is going to be regarding Nickelodeon All-Stars, obviously. It will be taking place next Tuesday, October 5th, at starting at 3 p.m. You can come over to my channel, twitch.tv slash Sharpie, or you can watch it over on twitch.tv slash pandaglobal, where it'll be hosted by Kony and Alfred. And specifically, it will be a auction tournament, similar to the style of uh, Combo Breaker, character auction, meaning... We will all be raising money specifically for the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, a foundation very close to my own how to my own heart. Um, I actually lost my uncle to breast cancer uh, when I was very young, so we're going to be raising money. And anyone who would like to donate on behalf of the fighting game community is very welcome to drop some money inside of my Tiltify link, and I will be able to use that money to auction off a character that I really, really want. And I'm currently doing research and not specifically saying which character it is because I know that this will actually be indexable and people will be able to find it and tell the other content creators who I'm interested in and they'll probably be able to outbid me because they have significantly larger audiences than myself. But if people are interested in supporting me, what I request is that they check out my Tiltify link and they go ahead and just drop a dollar or so um, towards breast cancer research, that'd be awesome. So, does this mean you're going to be maining cat dog? Does this mean you're going to be maining April O'Neil? That's what I feel like we should do. We should we should mention, like, every single character throughout the course of the show and imply that that's the one that Sharpie's going to go for. Especially after she said she's not going to say it. Uh, are you planning on maining Spongebob? I just like the ridiculousness of uh, the characters I'm naming. Are you going to be maining Powdered Toast Man? You know what? Can we? Can I be real for a second? Where is Super Action Team now? Where is Melt Man? They said they're not doing any live action. Really? So, I, no Melt I'm so, Man. I'm so upset. No, no Mike The Flesh. Okay. Well, no Skeeter. So money, huh? Okay, cool. So well, in any case, I'm I'm very excited to have been asked to enter this tournament. I'm very excited to be able to play with a series of other significantly larger than me content creators, and I'm very excited to see a lot of people um, and you know be able to play with them for like the first time um, in a brand new game. I did start with Super Smash Brothers Melee. I did compete and play professionally for a certain period of time, and I started off hosting events there. So I haven't really had an opportunity to play like a platforming game since PM. Um, so this can be really exciting for me. No, congratulations. Uh, I can't wait to see what things look like and how things shake out. Yeah. So I did in I did put a link to the uh, to your Tiltify page in chat. Thank you so uh, much. I appreciate so. that. Um, yeah, if anyone just has a couple of extra dollars they'd like to throw my way, I'd appreciate it. Um, and I do want to just remind people to come through to my stream at that point in time. I will be streaming the entire event and afterwards as well. But um, it'd be awesome because I'm actually going to be doing something very special on my stream that day. I'm literally creating a brand new layout from scratch. It's going to be a, for people who don't know, who don't watch my stream, um, my stream is literally a television show. And it is very high quality. There are a lot of gimmicks. There are a lot of jokes. It's very campy. Um, it's over the top and it's very me. And so if you're going to donate, do so, understanding that I will make it worth your while through Twitch. Nice. Unlike this show where they won't let me do anything, dude. 
I I was holding. You know what? I was gonna say just don't go into zero and two this time, and I was holding it back. But you know what? If you're gonna start coming at me, then I'm gonna come at you too. It's fine. Just don't go zero and two on this one. Best of five. We bully each other. Oh, uh, we've got topics to cover. Let's, we've got news. We do to have discuss. legitimate topics. They don't just bully me for like another hour. I promise. Oh, I feel like uh, all right, all right, all right. Let's talk about. No, no, no. That was Shore. really funny. That was really funny. You Let's talk about Shoryuken, shall we? So Shoryuken, the website that started it all, where you can go to the forums and you can talk trash, or you can look up tech, or you know what eventually became synonymous with Evo. Uh, Shoryuken.com is uh, is gone. It's just Houdini out of here. And it was one of those things where we kind of knew it was going to happen. And now it happened. And here we are. <laughs> Steve, Sharpie, what are your thoughts on the now de- death of SureYouCan.com? So it's kind of depressing to me because while I didn't really use the forums, the reason why most people inside of this community know me specifically because um, I used to submit my tips to SRK all the time. For like my tournaments, for when I had new content coming out, for when I was doing like a really big Skullgirls stream or something. That was why I honestly grew a large portion um, before I started like actually commentating events. And so it's sad for me to see it go just because I know that that was a really awesome opportunity for people that weren't necessarily in like these huge FGC hubs of like New York or uh, Southern Southern California or Northern California, specifically to like reach out to other people that were interested in fighting games before Twitter and Discord were a thing. It was really nice to see. Um, and now, unfortunately, all that's kind of left is like event hubs. And I don't really like the quality of articles that event hubs brings to the community. Um, it was just really disheartening to me. I would have liked, I, I, I know I publicly like tweeted it a couple years ago, but uh, when they had first mentioned that there was some monetary issues with maintaining the site, um, I remember responding back stating that I would be more than happy to support a Patreon or a Kickstarter or donate money in any way, shape, or form to support the website. Um, it's just kind of unfortunate that this has happened, to be very honest. There was a lot of history covered on the forums in addition to the actual articles themselves. My fiancé wrote for SRK. So it's just like, it's kind of... It's kind of um, it definitely hits right here, you know. Yeah. Although to be to clarify, if you you can still go to forums.showyoucan.com. Mm-hmm. Uh so the forums are still there if you want to dig through some history. I think it's everything after 2012 or something like that. Cuz I think it's there was a giant It's more of the crash. articles. Yeah, the articles are completely gone yeah. and that's what's kind of sad is that there mm-hmm. were a lot of articles like I know myself and Carolyn Dow and like Emily Jamillion, we all set up like a combo queens interview with a series of people inside of the community, and that's unfortunately like lost now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can only imagine how many other like exclusive things that were only hosted on SRK are now gone, and that just kind mm-hmm. of makes me a little bit sad, you know. Yeah, no, for sure, it's the end of quite literally an era. Um, Steve, do you have any thoughts on? The now absence of SRK.com or SureYouCan.com, sorry. It's, I have a lot and, you know, I I have from a couple different perspectives. Um, From the perspective of someone who, when I was new to 
the community and that was the place to look for to find tech to find events that were going down um i think there's such an affinity for for the website and the forums not just because of the website and the forums themselves there is an affinity there but there's also an affinity for sort of that era and a little bit of nostalgia whether it be because people you know that's what was popular when a lot of people came into the scene or because of just the general nature of finding tech now is going through discords no not that one the other one the one run by the other guy you don't want to be in that guy's discord uh, it's so segmented, just like the rest of social media is, uh, just like a lot of things are now compared to a while back. So the idea of having one centralized site for, you know, everything Street Fighter or everything, you know, obviously Street Fighter was was their thing, but everything Marvel, everything, it it. it it's just so nice to have that and to lose it sucks. Um, I do want to say, uh, the forums are still around because of, of, uh, she breeze. Uh, the wiki, the SRK wiki is hosted by, by she breeze right now. They are putting in so much work to maintaining the history. Um, and, and archiving the history of the FGC. So from a from a consumer perspective, I'm sad on that account. Uh, I also have experience writing for the FGC. Um, I did not work for, I did not do any work for SRK, uh, but I have done work for other sites. And I've seen the numbers that my articles do. And to the point that you were making about the quality of articles that uh, are coming out of Event Hubs versus SRK. There's a reason they go that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it. you have to be able to generate hits. You have to be able to generate traffic because, you know, especially if your goal is to have a site where you you make enough money to support people doing it. So you have to follow what works. You have to go with what people are telling you with their traffic, not necessarily with their voices, but with their traffic, where they want to go and what they want to see. Um, And I do feel there is a disconnect between the type of work that a, a lot of the more vocal people in the FGC want to support and want to be there versus the type of work that will actually generate enough traffic to, to prove to either, you know, if, if we're talking SRK or if we're talking, uh, uh, an FGC focus site or another esports site that includes FGC to content, you have to be able to generate enough traffic to, to justify, Hey, let me write about this thing because we get traffic when I write about this thing, you know, and it might not be the, the most, you know, beloved article of, of all time, but 
do what you can to get to make sure that you can still do the things you want to do. You do the things you have to do in order to to do the things you want to do. And it's, you know, I kind of got sidetracked and I apologize for that. But, you know, it, it, it just hurts on so many, many levels. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's safe to say that if it wasn't for Shoryuken.com, I would not be as heavily involved in UFC as I am today. And I think the all three of us here on the dais, as it were, uh, can agree with that. She says that's, wearing a top-tier.gg shirt. <laughs> but, it's like but they were, they were up, big stars, yeah. But that brings up a good point. If you are new to the FGC in 2020 or 2021, where do you go? Where do you start? TikTok. I mean, I mean, you go to this. Statistically, court, they're on TikTok. Statistically, they're on TikTok. They're following creators that are doing that. Like, statistically, for people who are actively playing new games, like if we're talking about that age demographic, they're on TikTok. And then they're mm -hmm. going to look on that TikTok for creators doing that stuff. They're going to follow creators there. They're going to go where those creators tell them to go, which may be the Discord. But if it's not, then they're probably going to Google it, which will take them to the Reddit, which will take them to the Discord. Yeah. That's, the, that's the channel it goes through now. Yeah. And yeah, it's tough nowadays, like you were saying, Steve, social media um, is so ridiculously fragmented. Like even go like let's even looking at the SRK forums, a lot of the tech that's been shared and passed around within the last, um, I want to say three, four years has been, if not on Discord, is on Twitter and it disappears after a while, right? Like nobody wants to scroll through like years of Twitter to go look for a piece of tech that existed, if it's even still there. Uh, and something else that I think kind of ties into this is, um, I think a similar symptom happens with uh, streams, with tournament streams. If you remember a couple years ago, every stream, well, not every, but most tournament streams were all run on one stream, whether it was Team Spooky, BG Callisto, uh, Hold Back to Block, most like top eight events were all on one stream. So you got to see the numbers rise and fall with each uh, game being played. Nowadays, each tournament has their own stream, even if it's a top eight on the main stage. So it, it does feel like tracking down information or even tracking down where things are is very fragmented and very difficult. Yeah, and a lot of that is because of, you know, at least when you're talking about streams, a lot of that is because of companies starting to make investments and take the esports side of things a bit more seriously. Mm -hmm. Now, if you know, five years ago or seven years ago, I guess would be a better option. If more, if you wanted to run a Mortal Kombat tournament, you know, NetherRealm would say, "Cool, awesome, do it, have fun." Uh, now, if you're running a major NetherRealm tournament. Now, NetherRealm is like, hey, we've invested all of this money into creating this pro scene or creating this pro circuit. You know, maybe we should have it on our channel. And, you know, they're doing the same thing. Bandai Namco's doing the same thing. Capcom's doing the same thing. You know, it's one of the drawbacks, I guess, of this amount of investment that we've seen from these companies that wasn't really imaginable 
10 years ago. Very true. So, where do we go? Like, what happens now? The Shoryuken is down. It's gone. Goodbye. Salute. Uh, salute. Uh, throw the shoot the fire bow into the pirate or the Viking ship, and oh, sail man. it on down the river. Watching Elon I know what explain you an SRK for. is funny to me. Watching anyway, what? Anyway, uh, what I was going to say was that what I would recommend doing is exactly what people like Alex Valle are doing. And I'm trying to pull up the example right now, but Alex Valle is on TikTok. Oh, yeah. We're in the TikTok. I would recommend people inside the fighting game community that are trying to keep our history alive start posting on TikTok. Mm. Because this is where most people that are interested in video games are. This is where they are right now. Mm -hmm. so. And yeah, and unlike Twitter. I feel like the layout on TikTok, even though it's more of a mobile layout, which some people like, some people don't. It's personal preference. You know, you deal with you and your God with that. Uh, the the layout of TikTok, I think, is a lot better for archiving things. Oh, no, Twitter. it's trash. It's terrible. Like, I, I'm not compared saying to, to use it for archive. Well, yeah, actually, compared to Twitter, I guess it is better. Yeah, because what I'm saying is, 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 yeah, it's a good yeah. first source. So, mm -hmm. like, if someone has never ever played a fighting game before like earlier today someone was just doing fighting game losing scenes i saw that on my for you page and the person had like two million likes and like something like seventy four hundred thousand views mm -hmm. um i'm sorry seven hundred and four thousand views mm -hmm. uh or, or comments was what i was trying to say but like it was just him doing this pose and being like what did you want more your father left you and now you want to leave the planet earth type stuff you mm -hmm. know and so it's like that fighting game culture is alive and very well on TikTok. And there are a lot of people on there, a lot of very big creatives that love playing fighting games, love playing Super Smash Brothers. They love playing Mortal Kombat. They love playing KI. They love playing Street Fighter. Um, love playing Skullgirls? Well, no, actually, the community on Skullgirls is pretty dead when it comes to people actually playing it. It's mostly just cosplayers on there right now. Um, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I was just... Uh, it, yeah, no, no, no. In any case... <laughs> Oh, I yeah, tried, that's true. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Oh, no. I hit it in I'm tried so to sorry, help. Elon. Yeah, that was my bad. I'm three. so sorry. 0-3, <laughs> Sharpie. <laughs> oh, my head. Like I laughed too hard. I laughed too hard. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's important to get people on there so that we can start focusing these people that are fighting game focused into the fighting game circle instead of just the general gaming circle where they're kind of getting mixed in with everything else if people mm -hmm. love fighting games we should create a community for them specifically for fighting games and myself and a couple of other creators are working on it we'll be announcing something very big within these Ooh. next couple of days you give us a hint i'm kidding don't do I that i can't i know no. I'm, I'm, I'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking uh and you know something else about i've been on tiktok more and more recently and it's new to me i think i'm like old man trying to work a phone or something uh and I think something that I find very interesting about TikTok is it's very good at putting stuff in front of you that you are interested in. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to tell people this whole time. Like I was like the 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 way that they push content for someone mm -hmm. who actually likes it is kind of crazy to me. And yeah. like I realized that the first time I got on there, I was like, whoa, 
my impressions are super low. And then I did one video that got like 60,000 and it went in front of the front of audience, the right audience. And after that, I was just averaging like 2,000 views on every video, mm-hmm. 30,000 views on every single video because it yeah. was getting to the audience of people who wanted to watch it. And TikTok knows how to do that. So yeah. it's very, very good. It's like literally, it's, 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 I, I liken it to Twitter before all of the brands got on there and before the check marks became really big. But the thing is, is that I've been telling people now all year to get on TikTok and we're mm. getting to the point where it's like the brands are already getting really big on TikTok. So it's getting to the point where people won't be able to organically grow anymore. And yeah. I've been trying to say that to people. So like, if you're going to join TikTok, you're running out of time. <laughs> you need to hurry up and get on there, establish your presence if you want to grow, because it's going to be very difficult after this point. But um, I've been saying gonna... it for a year. I've been saying it for a year now. I was going to make a TikTok and make a whole bit out of it, but my phone just died. So rip. Uh, I guess we'll have to get on TikTok sometime soon and stop being old. I mean, I need to stop being old. That, that'll never happen. We'll never get any younger. Speaking of not getting any younger. Uh, Whoa. We... What? That was a segue. Yeah. Well, as in I'm taking too long and no, we're not getting any younger. So let's move the show along. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts? I know we kind of went on a bit of a tangent. Uh, any final thoughts on Shoryuken's departure, if you will? If you're, if you are serious about wanting to preserve uh, those archives, follow Shibri's on Twitter. Uh, tip them. Give. Make some sort of donation because that sort of thing is not cheap to do, and it is certainly not free. So yep. definitely, if you can throw a few bucks their way, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. So, talking about things that are still alive, uh, Steve. <laughs> that's, that's the one you go with. I don't understand what's up with Elon and these segues today, dude. I've had a rough I... week and a half. Okay. Look, we can't all be our A-pluses every day. I'm trying to be at least B-plus, maybe, today. I'm not doing a good job of it, but I'm trying. And that's yeah, all we can no ask for. Tier, dude. You know who is A-plus, though? Who is that, Steve? St. Cola. Uh, St. Cola is a name you've probably heard lately. Ryan Collins, maybe not so much, but you've definitely heard his voice, whether it be... Uh, a small local event, a lo- an online local, or something with as big a reach as an Evo, or a Capcom Pro Tour event, or even the Intel World Open. This man has been all over the place. Earlier this week, I got a chance to sit down with him and talk about some of the things that he has done uh, as well as how he got on the path uh, to growing his stature to the point where he could do those things. Uh, let's go ahead and play a clip from the interview. You're another one of those people that really, it feels like you glowed up uh, over the last year and a half. Because like, all of a sudden you were like commentating everything. You, you're doing all of these different things, including, by the way, congratulations, getting into Evo. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was 
that journey like going from, you know, how did, first of all, how, what did you do to get there? Oh boy. It's, it, it's funny. Cause I'll talk, I'll talk to people. I'll tell them this and they'll have no clue. Cause all it looks like is that I jumped to a bunch of events and I commentated a lot of events, but during COVID, like right when COVID started, I was like, I don't want to stop. Cause I had money saved up. I was going to go travel. I was going to try to, you know, put my name into some commentary things and, and see how things went. Then COVID hit. And I was like, well, I want to quit. I don't want to, you know, leave this stuff. I love commentating. Like this, I love doing it. It's a fun hobby. I love, you know, talking about Street Fighter, Guilty Gear, Grand Blue. doesn't matter what it is as long as I love it, right? So I was like, I don't want to stop doing this. Let me see what's going on in the online sphere. And I just be like, hey, you guys need a commentator? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Pop on the mic. And then because my job is at home, because I, you know, I write for Red Bull, I don't have to do too much. I don't have to like do too much to leave and, you know, it doesn't exit out of my time too much. I can like, okay, I'll schedule myself for this commentary block. And then after, let's go to work or I'll write out whatever I need to write out. Right. So I didn't really think about the grind part. I wasn't like, I need to grind five tournaments a week or whatever. It just kind of happened because it made me happy. You know, made me, I guess, feel a little bit more normal. And it kind of gave me that element of like, I get to interact with people, players in uh, in Twitch chat or whatever, or the people watching. And it just became a thing where it's like, I just wanted that that feeling of normal and to give people that feeling of normal back to them and, you know, pro- provide some hype for these these smaller events and things like that. And then eventually, um, this was after doing a, a bunch of Wednesday Night Fights and a bunch of tournaments and stuff. Um, I got hit up in the Discord by, by Vi, and he was like, hey, you want to do CPT online? I was like, wait, I, like me he's like yeah you've been doing a lot of work it's time for your shot and then that's when everything just went like that like just soared up i did cpt um i've done a ton of like finals rotationals and stuff like that um this year i've done the intel world open for the olympics which is ridiculous did the season finals this year too as well um evo as you just said and hopefully more hopefully more hoping for more all right, let me try and list all this off. You do commentary with CPT. You've done commentary with Evo. You work with Panda Global. You work with Combo Breaker. You write for Red Bull. How in the world do you keep track of all of these projects that you have going on? Uh, so people, like this is gonna this is a peek behind my curtain. This is how I do the commentary. I actually have a google doc for every character uh for whatever game that i'm commentating in a general one i'm always filling them up with information always changing stuff always watching vods and stuff like that constantly of both guilty gear and street fighter right now um i'm practicing i probably practice with 10 matches per day on the on the minimum that means i go in and i look at like uh you know like you know the content scalpers out there like yo look at the cfn match and like i'll practice over that like i'll probably do about 10 a day on the minimum side of things and then I'll talk to other top players, get their opinions about stuff, you know, always just be talking back and forth so I keep my knowledge straight. And then I'm, you know, I'm looking at things for, you know, vocal patterns and stuff like that. I'll read about that stuff a lot more now, which I've more recently do. Um, and then when I have time, I try to stream. And then beyond that, you know, I do the writing for Red Bull, which I schedule myself, you know, enough time to get the information, write about the people and stuff like that. Um, but this is all, it doesn't feel like work. So it doesn't feel like it's, it's busy work to me. Like I'll end my day and I'll be like, dang, I did a lot. But if I um, look back, it doesn't feel like it's work. It doesn't feel like it's pressure. But even with everything around that, even with, 
even outside of the commentary where I'm like helping put a remote stuff where I'll, I'll clip stuff from streams and you know put it up on Twitter. So hey, I was commentating this event. Look at this great thing. Go check out the vods there or whatever. We're working for Panda or shooting stuff. It doesn't feel like it's work. So thankfully, it keeps me not stressing out. Like I actually used to work at a library on a side job, uh, but they closed that down because of COVID. And Panda Creation has kind of taken place of that. So now I get to work pretty much fully in esports. It's a lot of stuff at once that's in esports, but it's enough that you know, I, 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 we, we do okay out here. Is there anyone who you've really patterned yourself or tried to learn from within the FGC on your on your journey? You know, one of the biggest people that have really there's like actually two people that have really shown me like what grind really means. It was Rob TV and Sharpie. Those two people, Black Excellence, by the way, those two people have really shown me what it means to, to grind, like to really put down that work. And I think when people think of, even just for commentary, it's like, well, I'll just sit on the mic and I'll just do this. But like, what else are you doing after that, before that? What are you doing to study the game? Are you practicing before you even hit these events that are local or Aww. regional or whatever? You know, what are you doing to keep yourself up? Are you making the right connections? Are you keeping out of trouble? Which I see so many people not keeping out of trouble. <laughs> but all these things, that that's part of the grind too, which, you know, I didn't really catch until I saw Sharpie and, and Rob really do those things. And I was like, I got to keep up too. Like, I see what they're doing. I got I to gotta be in that lane too. This conversation does continue. Uh, we talk about some of his experiences that he's gotten to do because of the opportunities he's had commentating. And that includes somehow being in a Polish rap video. I'm not making that up. Uh, that, that story, we also talk a little bit about uh, the increased spotlight on the Midwest. Uh, all of that is going to be on our YouTube channel. That will go live at the end of the show. So about a little over a half hour. That will be live on our YouTube and SoundCloud channels. Should be on our other podcast channels as well. Um, it it does pull directly from SoundCloud, so I'm not sure it will be right at 7:30 on the dot for those uh, platforms, but should be somewhere right around there uh, elsewhere. But definitely YouTube, definitely SoundCloud, definitely about 33 minutes or so. Big thanks to St. Cola for giving us his time. That was amazing. Sharpie, I guess you're one in three today, huh? It feels good to not be a loser. <laughs> you're not a loser. No. You just lost. There, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. Very. As long as you fight, you are not a loser. Thanks, Steve. I'm going to steal that from my random thought of the day tomorrow. There you go. And make money uh, off but... of your idea. <laughs> Wouldn't Nothing be the new. first time someone did that. Uh, but no, you know, it was, and like the part where he mentioned you and, uh, Rob TV. TV. Yeah. That, yeah, uh, that actually, I didn't expect that at all. Uh, that was really, that was really kind, kind of teared up a little bit. To I was going to say, like, I was going to oh, say, yeah. I saw you tearing up on my monitors over here. Cause I'm running the show. I saw it. I was going to put you on screen, but I was like, nope, not going to blow her up anymore. It's too much. That, that'd be, it's, it's really, it's really nice. Specifically because so many people, like, I'm not trying to make this about me, but, like, this quarantine I have been working really hard, and I've been, a lot of the grind that people are seeing now, I've been doing literally for the last three years of my life. Every mm -hmm. single day after work, I would go up on Thursdays to Xanadu. I would have to drive 
up for like two and a half hours to go run the weeklies and then I would have to come back home and the very next day I would stream after work and then the day after that I would be at an event streaming a local event here there was a point in time where I was running Xanadu locals and I was streaming on Mondays for Super Smash Brothers Melee at another venue in Virginia and I was still doing my personal streams on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and I was doing social media for like several different other things so it's like it's nice to see that people are out here like being like yo sharpie was grinding that whole time and i only now see it like that is that 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 is a lot of recognition that i really do appreciate to be honest with you because a lot of people at the time thought i was just someone that played Skullgirls. well now we know that i don't play Skullgirls. well no that you're more than just someone who plays Skullgirls. Thanks, Elon. That means a lot. I'm doing the nice Especially stuff now. Especially since we've I've... only been, you know, commentating together now for about a year. So it's kind of surprising to me that you didn't know it already, but, you know. Try to be nice. Elon <sighs> went 0 and 1. <laughs> I always go 0 and like 8 every week, so it's okay. I'm used to it. All right. Uh, once again, I do want to thank St. Cola and you, Steve, for getting this together. That sounds fascinating. I can't wait to listen to it and uh, really dig into it and find out more about St. Cola's story because, you know, much like you said, we've been seeing them everywhere. And it's really cool that we got a little bit of insight on how uh, how that whole thing worked. Um, and it's super cool of him to be so open and candid about it. Yeah, he's, he, like, I'm not exaggerating. This man has so much on his plate at all times that it's just... Yeah, being able to to carve some time out for for us, I really do appreciate that. So thank you. Go give him a follow. Um, he's always got. He's always into something. Uh, so definitely check that out. And like I said, seven thirty, about a half hour from now, it will be live on our YouTube page. It will be live on our SoundCloud page. Awesome. Speaking of live, live tournaments, in person tournaments, in person live tournaments are coming back via Climax of Night and CEO. With the new state of the world that we've been in, we finally now have a little bit more information on what these tournaments are going to be like. What are some of the COVID protocols? How are they going to handle all of this? And we got a lot of this information this week, including some news that I think is great and I love the direction that it's going in because it's going to make things safer for everyone. Uh, but we this week or this past week we got tweets from both Climax and Night and from CEO about their uh, or I'm sorry Clim not Climax and Night I apologize it's Frosty uh, Frosty Faustings and CEO uh, where they are outlining their COVID protocols. Uh, Steve Sharpie, any thoughts on what the uh, about the COVID protocols from CEO and Frosty? Well, what did they announce that they were? Oh, right, well, I should probably tell you yeah. that, huh? Yeah. Let's start with yeah. Let's start with CEO's uh, COVID policy. It is a little, little bit. You'll see some similarities between the two, but there are some differences. So, uh, if you are attending CEO, uh, Jabali did announce the policies that will be in place for that tournament, which uh, will kick off on December third. Uh, in order to enter, you must have either proof of vaccine or a negative COVID test. If you uh, take the COVID test, it must be administered within 72 hours of the start of the event. So December 1st or December 2nd, 
you got to have a test uh, administered on you know first, second, or third. Uh, you also must bring an ID uh, to match your vaccine card or test result. Uh, face masks will be required in all event spaces. Uh, if uh, be, now CEO obviously they opened up registration a while ago, hit their cap quickly. Uh, they did offer refunds for people who are either unable or unwilling to uh, meet those protocol. Uh, a few play, a few people did take them up on that. Uh, those slots quickly got filled from the waiting list. So you still have up until October 1st to request a refund for this or other reasons. Uh, and then beyond that, you can still get a partial refund through up until November 15th. If we take a look at the policies for uh, Frosty Faustings, which just got announced, they are a little more strict with it. Uh, so in order to attend, you have to have proof of vaccine. Uh, and they will, a negative COVID test will not be enough. Uh, so you must have either your the card, uh, a printed copy of the card, or the digital Q, digital card QR code. Some some places uh, have that data stored digitally. You cannot use a picture of your card, so keep that in mind if you are planning on attending. Uh, you must uh, if you if you are attending, you must have a valid ID, just like CEO. Also, like CEO, face masks will be required in all spaces. And registration is opening on Friday, I believe. Uh, but capacity will be capped at 3,000 uh, attendees. And both, so both of these events, obviously in different states, right? I believe Frosty Faustings is in, is, is it in Illinois? It is Illinois. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chicago. Uh, and... CEO obviously uh, yeah. being in Florida. Um, so it's, I find it interesting to see one tournament having like the, the strict rule of you have to have the vaccine to attend. Mm. Um, as opposed to CEO where you can't, uh, I, is it a Florida law that you can't mandate vaccines or you can't You're mandate You're not masks? legally allowed to mandate that someone is vaccinated inside of the state of Florida. Okay. You, Although you cannot legally has, ask someone for their vaccinated card. You can't do that. Yeah. Jabaley has, uh, he tweeted out, I don't know how much weight will be behind this, but he did say, like, if the rules he has in place fall, fall afoul of uh, government restrictions, he'll gladly pay the fine or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just, there's My that. whole thing uh, is genuinely, like, and this is not to cast any shade, but I just, I really don't feel like, like, I'm really happy that Jabili's able to run this event. And I'm very happy for everyone who's getting an opportunity to go to CEO. But it's really, it just seems kind of bad to me that people are willing to go to an event where the state has actively said that they're not going to force people to get the vaccination. And where their local and state representatives have actively recommended that people do not take the vaccine. Like, I wouldn't, I know I don't personally feel comfortable going to a state or an area like that. And that's one of the only reasons why I do feel comfortable going to Maryland is because they require you 
to be vaccinated and have your mask on inside of certain areas. They do require that as well inside of Virginia and areas of D.C. It's hard knowing that there are going to be so many people going to a state where that is not in any way, shape, or form required by the local or state government. Mm -hmm. And I I live in Texas, and I don't leave my house because of that. Uh, And I'm fortunate enough, blah, 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 privilege to have a job that I can work from home. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it sucks, right, that politicians essentially the people who make the rules are making the wrong choice i think well, i'm like, gonna go my on my big concern is it. that like it's not even just them it's that like people take pride in not wearing a mask exactly. in yeah. florida like someone in chat was saying um you know other places like restaurant around CEO are some are concerned too yeah i'm not necessarily concerned about the actual venue i know everything inside the venue is going to be fine i'm concerned about the employees else. that work at the venue i'm mm-hmm. concerned about the people where i go to get food um, there was already like a racial component for me before was mm-hmm. last year, you know, but I was, I still was kind of interested in CEO, but just watching the way that it goes through now, I don't feel like my health would be safe if I went there because the vaccine yeah. doesn't necessarily protect against the Delta variant. You can still get it. You just won't have as bad side effects, you know, mm-hmm. without the vaccine. Like you, there's not a possibility of you dying if you have the yeah. vaccine and you get the Delta variant. It's not as brutal. Whereas I would still hate to be a carrier just because I know that there's a higher likelihood of me literally going into Florida. Like I could get it coming straight off the airplane, Mm -hmm. like literally just being there because there is no mask mandate whatsoever. And it just I it doesn't feel safe in any capacity to me. So part of me is like it really does genuinely seem unresponsible to be holding an event there at this time, to be very honest with you. Like it does. It doesn't feel like necessarily the best entrants are at heart at the core of this. Um, I'm happy that Jabaley completely sold out. I'm happy for everyone that's going to be able to go and enjoy offline tournaments. But a large aspect of me just thinks, is it worth endangering your friend or someone who happens to be autoimmune compromised just to go play video games for a weekend? Like, is that worth it to you? Genuinely? Um it's yeah. really well, hard. I don't know. I'm a tournament yeah, organizer too, so I get it. I know he needs money. I understand that. It just it's very hard right now because yeah. that state is not keeping people safe. And the other thing to note too is I believe when when was CEO for this year announced? Was it announced last year or was it announced at like the very beginning of this year? I feel like when this got announced and when these plans were getting were being made was way before we like the delta variant probably even existed or not that not that it didn't exist but it was it wasn't an issue because we were like people were getting vaccinated but now that we're here at this impasse, i think it was announced in like march or april yeah like right so around that, the time you know uh what's it called look alive was mm-hmm. yeah so it was since march yeah, so around yeah. March. yeah and i got my so it's like it's really hard for me because i remember in march mm-hmm. literally every single day i would watch the news and there would be yeah. even just like a thousand more people dead just yep. inside of the state of Florida. And that's yeah. so hard for me to to watch and then be like, man, I really want to go to register for CEO. Yeah. You know? Uh, and and it sucks that it's one of those things where all of the that we're worried about is outside of Jabali's control. And it yeah, sucks. It absolutely yeah. absolutely sucks. Right? I remember even the stuff that was out of uh Jabali's control for when 
the event was in Daytona where we had those issues of racism and of yeah. the, the local population. Even then, Jabali went as far as he possibly could. He even started talking with the police departments to see if he can uh, do something about it. Like he, You could tell he was trying to do something, even though, again, yeah. it was out of his control. And, and that's it why just it sucks. sucks so much. That's yeah, literally it why. Is because really it's sucks. like, I, I, I want Jabali to succeed. Um, it's hard for me to personally put my mental, I'm sorry, physical health at risk and people who I interact with physical health at mm -hmm. risk, yeah. you know, cause I interact like my, my brother has children. They are, mm -hmm. cannot legally get vaccinated because they're underneath the age of 12 still, you know, yeah. and it's dangerous. <laughs> I want to be able to see them and that's why I stay home so much, but it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It really is. And I just, I think ultimately what it really comes down to, to be very honest with you, I think as a country, we're not in a place where a lot of our economy should be opened up, but it is because ultimately we need to make money and mm -hmm. no one is prepared for the eventuality of commerce being shut down for an entirety of basically a year and a half. No one is prepared for that, yeah. let alone our economy. Like we need to be out here making money and not every single not every single money making scheme that we have, especially inside of the entertainment industry, is prepared for remote exclusively. And that that is very evident inside of video games. So it's unfortunate, but it's the way it is. And I just I wish to Bailey the most of luck. Yeah. And I mean, the real um, the only real uh, analog we have to these events right now is something like Riptide. Mm -hmm. They had, they just ran a huge 2,000 plus person event. Uh, and in the aftermath, uh, at least publicly, about six people have, uh, who attended have said they, they caught COVID yep. or, or that they had COVID. Um, you know, even if you have everything in place uh, in the venue. It's still a threat. There's still the mm -hmm. there's still the issue of maybe the person you uh, were sitting next to in the airport, uh, maybe you got something there, or maybe it was from the restaurant you went to. Or there's so much you can control everything within the four walls of the venue that you're mm -hmm. at, and there's still you know life is still happening beyond those four walls, and. There, these are challenges that are going to be in place for not just CEO, not just Frosty, not just Climax of Night, but any event mm -hmm. that runs between now or for the, the foreseeable, foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah, Xanadu has um, a similar issue. You know, it's it's like it's really hard for me, and it was very hard for me to promote these events for people outside of the state, knowing that it's dangerous to travel right now you mm. know um it's really hard to do that <laughs> it's yeah. really hard to tell people yeah you should be coming down to xanadu yeah come on down because like you know we're safe and it's like i mean i know we're safe because i'm vaccinated and i know we require everyone to wear masks and i know we clean down everything but it's like but what about them coming on the way down here what about them going to go get food you know yeah. like it's just dangerous to be outside of your home right now especially when you interact with children so I don't know. Yeah. It, I don't have an answer. Yeah. I don't think anybody does. That's the sad thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we know I mean, what the answer is. The answer is we need to shut everything down. Yeah, but, but that's not going to happen, not, unfortunately. Uh, that's not an acceptable answer, you yeah. know?
you're going to have events that are going to be very strict like this. You're going to have events that aren't going to be as strict, just like the rest of real life right now. Yeah. Um, I just want to take this opportunity to state that this is not in any way, shape, or form related to gaming. And I hope that people will excuse me for saying this, but it is very important. And I would be very remiss as a person if I didn't say this right now. Be interested in what is happening inside of your local and state government representative positions, please. A big reason why this occurred is because we had someone in charge of the entirety of the country that was in charge of many sectors that did not take his job very seriously. We cannot allow this to happen again, everybody. Mm-hmm. I genuinely mean that. And I hope from the bottom of my heart that everyone takes this personal experience inside the fighting game community to really understand why it is so important to participate in local, state, regional, and especially, especially national le- elections. Like, it's so important. I cannot stress that enough. Change starts from the local level, and it grows up from there. Uh, so Vote essentially is i think where we're getting to here that's all i had to i i know it's a little bit political and i know we're like a fighting game podcast i get it it's just yeah it's very important and it's very frustrating to me to see so much uh, so many people suffer and Mm -hmm. hurt and uh, unfortunately pass due to the choices of one person who didn't take his job seriously yeah, and you know we could say we're a fighting game podcast all as much as we want but at the same at the end of the day this is something that is affecting us and is affecting our community, uh, mm-hmm. as is affecting the entire world. So we are affected by it. So um, I think we should be able to speak on it. And I'm happy that we do get this platform to speak on it. And I'm very glad that we're all here. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We still have quick hits, which we're going to get to right now. Quick hits. Boom, got them. All right. Quick hits is our lightning round segment, so let's hit it. First, KOF 2002 is getting a rollback beta. Steve Sharpie, thoughts? Rollback good. It, it's Grapplers rollback bad. good, yes. Oh, boy. Um, so the beta will be uh, popping up pretty soon. I believe October um, 1st is the date that the beta opens up. Um, it will be for King of Fighters 2002. Uh, UM. So definitely check that out if you want to get your hands on some KOF and you want to play it with good netcode. It's about time. Uh, next, new, a new Smash Open for 2021 has been announced by Nintendo. It is absolutely seeming like it's a carbon copy of the previous one where the actual prize money is not prize money. It's just prizes where you get a chair and a backpack and a hoodie if you win. Sharpie, what do you think of... I know we've had our... Like, we... We've hated on Nintendo, and for good reason. Right? I agree 100% with the disdain for Nintendo that we've begun to experience uh, due to their actions, of course. However, now that they're announcing something like this... Does that change? Oh, right. Did you say there are no cash prizes? Is that what you There's said? There's no cash prizes. Yeah, that makes sense to me because if they gave out cash prizes, then they would actually have to admit that like it's a tournament structure. So. I've said it before and I've said, and I'll say it again. They like, you know, 
whatever connection Nintendo wants to have with Smash Esports, it wants to be at arm's length. Mm-hmm. It wants to be on Nintendo's terms, yeah. where you know you're you're playing it for fun. You, you know, you get this spiffy jacket, and you get maybe if you win a big tournament, you get a controller that gets that dropped may by the person, may not fall out of the box. Uh, you get a gaming chair. We'll get you some coupons, or we'll get you some points to use in our store. They absolutely. And I, I mean this as for the company as a whole. I'm sure there are there are people in there that love the competitive Smash scene. But Nintendo does not want the idea of no items, Fox only, Final Destination to be the thing that people think about when they think about Smash. So when they are running events, it's going to be stuff like this. It's going to be stuff where the prizes are, you know gifts essentially you know very nice gifts i would say i believe uh each bracket is the 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 value of each uh prize is over like fifteen hundred dollars i think i know grand uh, prize grand prize is very close to a thousand dollars worth of prizes including Ah, so just under the fifteen thousand dollar tax requirement i'm sorry fifteen hundred dollar tax requirement that's very interesting to me where is this based Inside of America, right? Not Japan. Uh, it is. It's a, it's a U.S. Open, right? Yeah, because if it was in Japan, if it was in Japan, they wouldn't even be able to give like mm-hmm. money out. But I assume yeah. that it was in it was in North America. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, see, like that's why it just makes sense to me. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cute. Anything to decentivize competitive players from coming through. I get it. Because that's what they used to do. Is they used to have like GameStop tournaments where they gave away money. And then they would get competitive players, and that essentially created this competitive scene. Mm-hmm. You know, people going from GameStop to GameStop to go compete in these tournaments for money. They don't want that. Yeah. But it's whatever. That, I mean, uh, they own the IP. There's a reason why, like I said yeah. before, I don't play Melee anymore. There's a reason why I don't play PM anymore. I, I, everyone knows how I feel about Nintendo. Yeah. It's just the it's way it is. It's their ball. It's their ball, it's, and they it's, can it's, take it's it It's what home. they choose to do with their IP. And who am I to tell them what to do with their IP? Um, I just know it would make a lot of people happy if they didn't handle it that way. But that's the way it is. So Yeah. And it is kind of sad that they don't want to be involved with the competitive scene. But you know who does? It's Nickelodeon. And for, uh, for those of us that kind of completely forgot or it slipped our minds, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl comes out next week on October 5th. You know what else Whoa, is October 5th? I didn't 5th? know that. That's so crazy, bro. You know what else is October 5th? What's October 5th, Elon? The final, the last Nintendo Direct for Super Smash Brothers, where they will be revealing the final character and Sakurai will also be showing off how to play the final character. What time does that start, it. Elon? I have no idea. That's It'd be not interesting if it started at like 2.59. <laughs> Hey, Google. Uh, Right, my phone's dead. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mm, Okay. Okay. So they thought it out. Excuse me. So I love this. Mm -hmm. Now, let's be honest. I don't know. I don't think Nintendo was waiting for them to, waiting for Nick All-Star 
uh, Brawl to release to pick a day, and then we're going to announce our character here. I don't think that it's necessarily as big of an issue. But I want to imagine that that it played a little bit into that the decision of date. You know, it, what it's I sort do of know like, is that. Um, oh, I'm so sorry, Steve. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. What I was gonna say was the Nintendo Direct specifically. Actually, um, they said I know G, the Game Does of Color event that I hosted last week. Which, yeah, thank you. I did host a really big event last week and have a really awesome time. And you should check it out at GDOCExpo.com. But um, there was a there was a direct that they had specifically showcasing um, indie games, and Nintendo was a sponsor for it. So they actually, to my understanding, um, held off their direct a little bit in order to showcase that, which is kind of crazy to me. Just, and at the end of the, the way, day, right, all the directs are pre-recorded, so it's probably done for all yeah. we know. And they're no, just it's definitely it. done. It's already been done and edited. They wouldn't even announce it. Unless they have something ready, to be honest with you. Nintendo's not that type of company. Yeah. Well, you know, much like how Street Fighter miraculously has a free trial every weekend that a new game comes out, or there's a big tournament, or there's DLC dropping for another game. Much like how every other company is, at the end of the day, in competition with one another for video games. Uh, Coincidences happen. It's, you know, there is no... There is no way around it. If if you're interested in Nick All-Star Brawl, I think there's a somewhat decent chance you're also interested in Smash. So, mm-hmm. you know, there, that overlap is there, and it's smart for companies to acknowledge that that overlap is there. Um, for sure. I Like I said, I don't think this is intentional, but I but that's my headcanon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, you know what? I'll be, I, I know I'll be playing Nickelodeon All-Stars just because you can play as Ren and Stimpy. I'm a fan. I know um, I'm contractually obligated to play because I'm inside of a tournament. Yep. Go Elspeth. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We uh, actually asked about that. Um, we, that was our question of the day. Uh, we did ask, uh, because there's actually two games coming out. Within the next seven days or so. Before we get to the question of the day, and this will give me time to set up for question of the day, which I have not set up, um, Melty Blood is coming out this Thursday, correct? Mm. I'll be playing online, so if you run into me on PC, uh, say hi. Oh, no. We're not. I can count. Um, I can count. It is Thursday. But before before we go to our question of the day, let's finish up quick hits here with the final trailer. Uh, since there's only one trailer, we decided not to do a block grab this week. Uh, but let's take a look at the what I hope or what I assume is the final trailer for Melty. Block grab. Wait,待って。すぐに殺してあげるから。いい体ね。めちゃくちゃにしてあげる。そのまま、そのゆだった頭を叩き割りましょう。<laughs> oh damn, I just found my character, dude. This game looks so pretty. It does, right? And it comes out in two days. Thursday. Yeah, I just found my character. Okay, I've been having a character crisis this whole time, but yeah, it's her. It's her. Okay. I thought you were you you're, you're dropping Vlav already. <laughs> yeah, for her. Is she a vampire? I didn't know she was going to be in this game. Mm. Yeah. And yes, she is a vampire. Okay. Thanks, well, Blue. There you go. Keep it on with the theme. 
Um, so, remember how I said I was going to set up for <laughs> question of the day? I completely forgot. I'm sorry. You know That's what, okay, Elon? Elon, I have a question for you real quick. Go for it. What's the question of the day? Steve, what's the question of the day? We asked uh, if you were planning on picking up either of the new games coming out. Uh, if you were picking up, planning on uh, playing Melty, Nick All-Star Brawl, both or neither. Um, 60% of our respondents are saying that they are planning on picking up uh, Melty and not Nick. Uh, 8% were planning on picking up Nick but not Melty. 12% are planning on picking up both. 19% saying neither one is really doing it for them. But, you know, 72% of people saying that they are going to play Melty. This is not something that you would imagine, you know, last that when uh, Current Code came out, that mm-hmm. so much of the FGC had an interest in Melty. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we, we might be finally putting the laptop in a toilet tournament final jokes to bed mm-hmm. at this point yeah i was just gonna say that and i remember um i don't know if it was on this show or if it was outside of the show everything before the year of this it's year a is a blur yeah uh i do remember that uh, a lot of people within the melting community were feeling very jaded towards that joke uh especially because you know hearing that joke year in and year out and it never ended i totally get mm-hmm. what that's like uh so I think it's about time that Melty gets a good spotlight and what a time to do it, right? With rollback. Right they they announced rollback for this game, right? Yeah. Okay. Like I said, blur. Uh <laughs> with rollback, with a game that looks very pretty, uh, and it's coming out this week. I can't wait. It's a game that's also gonna have an offline event dedicated for it and its community, like Exactly. That's a big deal. So, so I feel like that's skewing a lot of it because it's like there isn't a big tournament for the Nickelodeon All-Stars community right now. You know? There's there nothing is. for the people to really prepare for. Oh, right. Well, yeah, but there is an exclusive tournament for the Nickelodeon All-Stars happening, which, uh, of course, we'll have best of five representation at. So, Sharpie, remember, when you are playing at this tournament, you are representing best of five. So please do your best. We believe in you. We actually have one more trailer. What? We do? What was the trailer? Did you download it? The, that last one I uploaded? When Based off Elon's surprise, I will say no. The, and at this point in opportunity, I F? think it's... Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Hold on. I, I did download it. I forgot to put it in the thing. However, I can just click this, and then Windows Explorer will crash. Mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. give it okay. a second, and we'll, I will We'll play say... it next week. We'll play it next No, week. no, 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 Steve. It is too late. We're too far in now. No, we got we got this far. We're almost gonna end on time, Elon. Here we are. This is the this is the last trailer for today. Enjoy. Spectator mode. Footsies has spectator mode. Begin the tournament. Probably one of the best fighting games. Also, PC and mobile crossplay, is that new? 
offline head-to-head -head style? This is definitely like mystery game tournament, like waiting to happen. This is. <gasps> There's hitbox and frame, dude. Dude. In a mini game. Like. Man, shout out stuff. And customization. <laughs> Stop it. This game. This game. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's new, right? Are the parries new? I don't think I've ever seen the parries. Big ups to High Fight. Still working on footsies. The game looks even better than How before. How has nobody hired this man? I know. He just know. made a whole fighting game for PC and mobile. Like, how has no one hired him? With crossplay and rollback netcode and spectator mode. Rollback netcode, spectator lobbies, all for mobile and PC. Like, why does he not have a full time job? I don't know. I know we did have him on the show a while ago, and he was uh, super. He was. I feel kind of bad because he was super nervous because he didn't think his English was good, but I thought he did great on the show, and we got a lot of really yeah. good insight into like what putting netcode or rollback netcode into the game was. Um, he was fantastic. Yeah, and he his request was that his camera was Blanca-chan, and I obliged. Uh, it was super fun. But with all that said. I know we're one minute over. I apologize. We needed to get the last trailer in there. This has been another episode of Best of Five. This was uh, the pre-Melty release episode of Best of Five. By the next time you see us, I'll be a Melty God in my own brain. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Super glad you, you all were here. Big thank you to the main squeeze, Steve Ace King Offsuit Jurek. You can follow him at Ace King Offsuit. I don't know what this dance is. I'm sorry. It's okay. Ah, 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 and, ah, ah, ah. and the multi-talented, the TikToker, the one in three for today. <laughs> Hopefully not 0-2 next week. Weighing in at 105 pounds. Going to defeat you, Moist Critical, but I probably won't actually because you seem like a really nice person. Um, so, like, you know, best of luck or whatever. The content maker, the grappler hater, the purple sharpie. You can follow her at the purple sharpie. I don't actually hate sharpie. grapplers. I was just grabbed this way. This has been another episode of Best of Five. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining. We'll catch you all. Same time, same channel. Send us an email at bestofvshow uh, at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. If you have any questions, if you want to just say hi, hit us up. At, or bestofvshow at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody, for joining. We'll catch you next week. I couldn't blink. I couldn't blink. Oh my god. Wait, we're we're still live? It's the show, yeah. Elon! Good night, Canada. And the show has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh.